Hi, and welcome to the Internet Marketing Show that gives you, amongst other things, simple, proven, and practical steps to build your very own successful online business. Here's your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. Hello there, and welcome. This is Peter Beckenham, the village marketer. In this two-part Mastermind Mastery Series, I'd like to share with you what I've learned and implemented from master marketing coaches like Eric Waray, Bill Barron and Ted McGrath. All about masterminds and the potential impact that masterminds can have on the growth of your business bottom line. Now, if you recall in part one, we talked about how to create a mastermind, how it should be structured and why you should seriously consider holding them as an integral part of your business marketing growth strategies. If you haven't listened to that yet, I would suggest you go back and listen to part one before you come to this one. In this section, part two, we'll look at the system, what to charge, how to find people that are the right fit for your mastermind, and how to have them join your mastermind. And we'll also look at the best ways to hold conversations that encourage people to participate in your masterminds. We could refer to that as the upsell strategy you have, right? So the level of experience of what you're teaching at your mastermind and the dynamics involved are quite different. And the cool thing about creating this type of group, a mastermind platform, is it adds massive value even to your existing one-on-one clients. So let's say, for example, you've got one-on-one coaching clients and you're thinking to yourself, well, how do I create a group mastermind at the same darn time? That's easy. For example, all your one-on-one clients could automatically be part of your mastermind and that just adds an additional value and additional touch points for them. In other words, more access to you. In other words, when you're coaching somebody one-on-one, if they're also attending a mastermind, these are additional touch points you're having with them. And so since your one-on-one programs are going to be priced higher than your mastermind, then you know your one-on-one programs then become really much more valuable because they also have this group mastermind component. Now, later I'll talk to you about the fact you don't have to automatically put people in there just because they're one-on-one clients. That's just one option for you to consider to make your one-on-one offer even that much more valuable, okay? And additionally, it's greater leverage for you because you're connecting with your one-on-one clients more frequently and the group mastermind experience is adding additional value to them and leveraging your time in giving them more value. So you can now appreciate that this approach actually makes the one-on-one program that you have for them so much more valuable, right? Now you're probably thinking, well, Peter, sure, but what do I do next? Well, if, for example you've got five coaching clients, five one-on-one clients right now, okay? You just tell those five clients, hey, I'm doing a group mastermind and you're already grandfathered into the mastermind. Many will jump at the chance, but be aware that some may not feel comfortable in such an environment as they prefer the privacy of just working one-on-one with you, all right? Just keep that in mind. Now, on a personal note, This year, I'm going to offer my one-on-one clients the option to be part of a particular mastermind. I used to offer masterminds in prior times, but over the last one or two years, it's something I put on the back burner because of other challenges I had to overcome in terms of growing my business. 
I'm going to have two mastermind groups that should cater to the majority of my existing coaching clients' requirements. And I deliberately want to keep these mastermind groups limited in size for maximum interaction. So if your clients have been with you for, say, six months and have, for example, another six months left on your coaching contract, then give them six months of your mastermind experience. I mean, it's a great way to start your mastermind right away with five people. And it ensures your existing one-on-one clients will stay with you as well, right? Because you've got even more value for them. So what do you need to really start a mastermind? You can simply start a mastermind with your five clients, okay? Or six or up to 10 people. I mean, that's a great starting point. So then what do you do next? Well, if you have clients, as I said before, it's simple. You just transition them, as I mentioned, and you tell them, hey, I'm going to invite you as one of my one-on-one clients to a group mastermind. That automatically gives you four or five people already, okay? Now, you may not want to offer the free grandfathered offer to your existing clients, and I understand that. Maybe you think they should pay for that, even at a, a specialized rate compared to other people who aren't existing clients. And we'll come to that in a minute. But if you don't have a mastermind yet and you're looking to offer one, it's simple. You simply target in the next 90 days and you mention to your existing one-on-one clients that you're going to have, say, 10 people in a mastermind group and you're going to offer enrollment places to them as existing clients at a preferential investment level of, say, $2,500. But you also mentioned to them that you'd be contacting your network and offering them places as well at an investment of, say, $5,000. So over the course of the next 90 days, could you do that? Could you plan to have a mastermind like that? I mean, just imagine you could have over 90 days just 10 people, right? Five existing clients and five new people in your mastermind. And you go, wow. I've got 10 people in my mastermind group. What that means is this. You've got five at 2,500, which is the existing clients, and five at 5,000, which are new people, and that gives you a total of 37,500. So if you think about your focus, is it worth it over the next 90 days, right? Three months, focus completely on this. Spending that time to put together a mastermind group that could earn you $37,500. Of course it would be. Absolutely it's going to be worth it, right? So the question you're probably asking yourself is, how's it going to be sold? What's the best way to do this? How am I going to get bums on seats? Well, I'm going to give you three options how to do that. You could get on a phone or a Zoom call and fill your mastermind group without doing any online product launches without doing any live seminars or workshops, without doing any paid ads, without doing anything. Just connect to your existing clients and your network. I mean, if you're committed in the 90 days to get 10 people in a group, then it's highly possible you can do it. It may not be easy, but I bet you could do it. So that's one path you could pick right now. However, Like any path in business, you need to systemize things, right? You need to have something that you can do over and over and over again. So let's consider as a second option, a live seminar or a live workshop strategy. One of the reasons why doing a seminar or a workshop is a great way to fill mastermind groups is because you can create a system with your seminars, right? 
Just calling your existing clients or your network is probably not the easiest or the most lucrative system, right? Because you're just going to go out and be reaching out to your core contacts and speaking to them. And eventually, you're going to run out of contacts, right? That is unless you're in a lot of groups, you attend a lot of live events, or you're meeting a lot of people all the time. And if you are, you could constantly fill your mastermind groups. But if you aren't, then that initial approach of reaching out to your existing clients in your network could be quite a challenge, even over 90 days, to get 10 bums on seats. So could you do it? Well, yes. But to make it easier, at the same time as you're doing that, why not adopt seminars and make them a system for you to supplement what you're doing in reaching out to your existing clients or your network? I mean, you could say, I'm doing a seminar or workshop every 120 days, for example. And that becomes a system. And that's like every four months I'm going to do a seminar, right? Or every five months I'm going to do a seminar. Whatever fits for you. If your focus is on filling your seminars and packing those events, and by the way, doing a live event doesn't need to be huge, right? Getting just 15 or 20 attendees can work wonders for you. The key point is to have a system of consistently doing it that makes all the difference. It could be you're going to do it every five months or every six months or every four months. But having the system of always doing it is what makes this strategy work. Consistency, 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 right? Running a live event gives you greater leverage because you're bringing people to an event. There's a lower barrier to entry as well, right? I mean, to come to an event, you're not asking him to invest a bigger amount as you would for a mastermind or your one-on-one coaching. Perhaps you're only looking for a few hundred dollars. So when you're putting on a seminar, with the thought in mind that you're going to fill the mastermind group from that seminar, you have to consider the barrier to entry. You want to get high-quality clients, right? But you don't want too high an investment. You know you have to spend so much time speaking to people to enroll them into a seminar, right? So understanding your business model and understanding that the tipping point of it is either too high or the barrier to entry is too high is something you need to be aware of. Or maybe it's too low. And if it's too low, then the quality of the clients you get may be too low as well. Where is the sweet spot? Think about that. I mean, if the high quality people are valuing what you're doing right now, and if you're presenting to a room full of high quality people, and you make an offer of, say, $97, you're still going to have high quality people, but they're probably not going to value it, because that's nothing to them, and they probably won't even show up. But if you're in front of a group of high quality people and charge, say, $297 or $397, they're going to value that enough and turn up as well. And you want them to turn up because the whole idea is to get them to join your mastermind, right? Not just the seminar. So when you're charging a few hundred dollars, your high quality people are going to think about it enough to where they're going to show up to your seminar. I mean, I'd much rather have 10 people at 297 than 100 people for free, right? I'd rather have 10 people at 297 because they're invested and they're committed. So make sure you're in that sweet spot between charging too much and too little. And it's a bit of trial and error in a way. And it's different for every market and every niche.
just be aware that if you're going to go straight to the client and enroll them into a mastermind, then your conversational sales skill set needs to be very good. And if you don't have these sales skills and you don't have the rapport and the affinity built with your client yet, then asking them to enroll in a mastermind is just that much more challenging for you. So by bringing them to a live event, which is virtual until the pandemic is over, right? For say two days, and then over the two days, that community creates the experience and gives them a taste of what a mastermind with you would be like. That gives them a much better opportunity to hear and experience you and gives you a much better opportunity to enrol them in your mastermind option. I mean, think about it. It gives them a taste of you as a teacher, as a leader, as a speaker, as a facilitator. Okay, This is all pretty powerful when you put it together. Your seminar or your workshop, I mean, call it whatever you want, is a short extract from your planned mastermind. So work on getting, say, 20 people to that live event. And those 20 people, if you can convert even just 25% of them, right, into a mastermind, then you are doing pretty well in terms of your business growth. And let me ask you another question. You know, when you get on stage, do you feel you are better in front of more people? Now, if you haven't spoken yet in front of groups of people, you won't know the answer to that. But if you have a speaker inside of you and you have a desire to do workshops, your gift and your ability will come out stronger in front of more people once you dive into it and get comfortable with it. When you have a well-designed signature talk presentation, you'll discover you are better in front of groups of people and sometimes even better in front of larger groups of people. Using the skills of a well-designed signature talk presentation, combined with your energy and enthusiasm, I mean, these are contagious powers and your inspiration will come out in more ways than you ever thought possible. And that means the chances of converting people to join a mastermind for you from your seminar are significantly increased. And so when you're there with the community, you're unleashing your gifts, okay? And you're very powerful. And the offer you make to a mastermind, I can tell you right now, is so much more effective because people are buying into you as a person. They're buying into your enthusiasm, into your, into your whole energy level. And that also implies, by the way, if you can't present in an energetic, enthusiastic way, then the opposite occurs. If you're a flat sort of presenter, then the idea of running a seminar is probably not a good option for you. You need to be enthusiastic. You need to be able to share your passion with some conviction. And if you can do that, I can tell you the chances of getting more mastermind attendees will be definitely in your favor. So doing a, a, a live seminar approach I think it's much easier to get people into your mastermind than simply calling them and trying to enroll them. I mean, you can do it either way. It's up to you. However, there's a lower barrier to entry when you get them into a seminar environment first, right? Than trying to get them to go straight to a mastermind. And I mean, it's a step-by-step -step process, okay? And then also think your power, your community, your abilities, all that comes out more powerfully, as I just mentioned to you. So... Think seriously. Have a seminar or a workshop as a system, right? 
this is another way of you making sure you get bums on seats with your mastermind. It's a system for you because you just keep doing it. It's a funnel to get people into your mastermind. So I recommend holding seminars as a system and just go and make it happen, right? Now, please understand, you're not going to make real money on the front end of these seminars, right? I mean, you could make a little bit of cash. I mean, you're charging a couple hundred dollars, right, for example. But you're not going to build your business on seminars on the front end of your seminars. That's not the whole idea. So when you understand those two things, you set yourself up for success on the back end, right? And setting yourself up for success on the back end means, firstly, you get high quality people. You get those high quality people to turn up by charging the right level, okay? The sweet spot in terms of the fees for your seminar. Secondly, you're not banking on the fact that you're going to be making money off the seminar. It's just a means to an end, right? That's all it is. And thirdly, where you're really going to make the money is upselling your mastermind path at the seminar. If you understand these three points, then you will have a great model to feed people consistently into your mastermind groups, okay? So now you've got two ways to do it, right? Reaching out to your existing clients and your network, or secondly, using a live seminar workshop approach. But you may be thinking, hey, Peter, I don't want to do a seminar first. And maybe you just want to fill your mastermind by approaching your clients and your network. Well, you can do that, okay? You can do that if you want. It just takes a little longer. It may be more difficult for you because there's a bigger barrier to entry. But there's nothing to stop you from doing it. But there's also a third way. And this is something else to think about. This is another way of growing your business. This can actually change the game for you. It's called doing online launches. This is a more sophisticated approach. It does take time to set up. Does it work? Absolutely, but there's a steep learning curve involved. And in this Mastermind Mastery Series, we don't have time to look at all the details of such a strategy. I'm just bringing it to your attention. So I've shared with you three different aspects of how to build a business via a Mastermind Marketing Strategy. The key point is to realize that even in a year, you may not be able to fully master all of these three strategies. With these three approaches, there's also so much you need to learn and to implement. For example, you could do seminars and there's an aspect of learning and mastering from them. Okay, And then on top of that, there's a system that you need to actually get your name out there and to market all this stuff, right? So to start simply, without reaching out to people and offering them mastermind enrollment packages, could you build a business off your current network with just seminars or workshops that bring people into masterminds in a year? Of course you could, absolutely. And I think it would be a phenomenal strategy. And I also think getting more simple and focused is better in a business. So you could take your warm network that you have right now and make a commitment this year to do a seminar every four to five months to then get people into your mastermind group. Now that would be a good system once you've learned it, right? Having the seminar as a vehicle to get people into your mastermind is where the money's made. And also that's where the learning and the mastery is made for your clients. 
So when the people come to your seminar, they're going to get a tremendous amount of content and a lot of great experiences. But that's only the starting point. This is where they start getting the knowledge, the experience of working with you, and you're getting them positioned to take action, right? To take up your mastermind offer. That will happen in the live seminar. So with this simple seminar strategy, the journey is really, for example, a year-long experience you'll have of continuously being immersed in different communities of people who are wanting to experience how they can work with you at a lower point of entry, for example, only a few hundred dollars. And it's a never-ending thing, that growth, right? Now, that's really important that you understand that, right? You are giving them the chance to experience you at a lower point of entry rather than as a one-on-one -on -one coach or as a mastermind. The idea being that this seminar gives them the opportunity to think, wow, this person is really worth it. The mastermind business growth strategy can be a very important way to grow your business. So get your mindset right. It's a stepping stone process of exposure to some of the best that you can offer. All right. I hope that makes sense to you now because it is truly a powerful marketing strategy. Whatever you do, make sure you use whatever approach you feel most comfortable with to set up a mastermind this year. Now you've got the basic knowledge to at least consider using masterminds as a key component of your marketing strategy. I hope you enjoyed this two-part Mastermind Mastery Series. And if you'd like to talk with me more about adopting a mastermind of your own, then connect with me at peterbeckenham.com. All right? Thanks for listening. Cheers for now. Thanks so much for listening to the Internet Marketing Center Show with your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. For more great content, go online, peterbeckenham.com. We'll catch you next time.